Hello and welcome to another strategic episode of Security Views Radio, the only cybersecurity podcast that's got what you need. I am one of your hosts, Adam Slater, and with me as always is John. John, how are you doing? Oh, that didn't just happen. Why don't you use a fake name? Pretend I'm not here. Okay. All right. We have a new host. His name is Dave. Dave Stangle. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe you should sing the rest of the song. Maybe that would improve it. But when you just sing the random words. I, I do listen to this one podcast where at the end of every episode, he reads yeah. like a section of a song. Huh. To try to tie it back to the, what the show is about. Interesting. Maybe, maybe I'll, I, I have been, I feel like the ending of our, of our episodes are lacking in couch gags. So maybe I will, I will uh, try to adapt something similar to that. We've had trouble developing and sticking with segments since the inception of this podcast. We had a movie segment for a while, and then we had like a we were going to do a book segment, but I never took it up on that. We had the Wanda segment. Well, there's only seven episodes of Wanda, or however many, of us, so I can't yeah. can't keep talking about Wanda. Did you finish Loki? I did finish Loki. I, one, I to finished. one to ten. How is it? How is it? Um, it is a and welcome as always to our producer and editor Felton to the program before he jumps in. We've got to introduce everybody. Um, oh, man. I, 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 I guess I'm just a friend. I think, um, he, <laughs> I think he needs no introduction. He's just, he is just a man. Everyone knows who felt this. <laughs> uh, on a one to 10, I, I, I'd give it uh, an eight. Really? I liked it. And, and, and this is coming from somebody who does not like the character of Loki. I don't like him. Um, I think he's, I think he's way, this is going to sound weird. He's way too predictable. Like for being the God of mischief, it's just, it's always like, ah, he tricked you. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And like every single time that it's revealed that like, he's not really dead or something like that. I'm always like, oh yeah, sure. Okay, fine. Like he's Loki. I, I get it. Um, so like I wasn't look, I wasn't really looking forward to the show, um, but then I really enjoyed it. So, cool. I would give it. I would. I would give it a nine. Really? A nine out of ten. Yes. Are you and, talking? And, are you talking about startup or are you talking about Loki? Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna. We're gonna. Um, I'm gonna act like that didn't just happen. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're talking about Loki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they stuck the landing. They yep. they definitely a, a lot of people had different predictions on you know who would be in the castle, and um, I just didn't want it to be another Loki. I just thought that would be a terrible way to end the show. Um, and and they definitely it's a lot of information. I'm only on episode three. Oh okay okay okay. I got yeah. sidetracked. I'm watching uh, a very important show about called the Cars That Built America. So. John's still watching Startup. That's what it is. He's hooked. He's, <laughs> He's hooked. gone back. He's gone back. He can't help it. After those. Give us the codes. <laughs> but my wife just got shot. We got work to do. <laughs> yeah, so I, I won't spoil it for you, John, but just the, the reveal, they, they definitely um, hit it out of the park. Yeah, and, yeah they, they nail it. 
I will finish it in the next week or so. I got to do some traveling. It'll give me something to watch on the road. I'm trying to mix up what I do on the road now, so I'm going. I'm going to try something different. Um, so I watch some more TV than usual. So. You were you were saying because when you asked and then I said an eight and you said oh really it's that it was said with a intonation that you're not th- that you're not enjoying it so far I think eight is a very high bar like for you ten is Sopranos right so yes yeah of course uh, the Wire yeah so for Felton and startup so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean so you're only one away away from from that level of show i mean it's impressive i'm glad you would say that like for me it'd be fargo fargo would be a 10 gotcha okay yeah any season of fargo would be a 10 so but so maybe we're just not in the same kind of show i'm not saying it's bad it is better uh i don't know i mean my son will tell you falcon was the best of those shows he's still growing yeah, he really liked the reboot of the Captain America character. I, I listen. Along, I have, along with the Sockham Rockham, uh, Bucky. Yeah, I I I like Falcon and Winter Soldier. I thought it was good. It's like my least favorite of the three Marvel shows that have come out on Disney Plus. Like it for me, it's 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 Wanda, Loki, Captain America, or Captain Falcon, Winter Soldier. Oh. Wait, you still have WandaVision at the top? Oh, yeah, I got one. Yeah, WandaVision is number one. Easy. Oh, no. No, no, no. That's great. Um, I will be checking out Black Black Widow this weekend. Okay, yeah, I want to I, I wanna get your thoughts on that, too. So. I think I'll be checking it out. Okay. Well, hopefully. I get kind of hit with a there's like a there's like a machine gun approach to the movies that are coming out right now it's a little unfair to somebody who has kids to satisfy and all these different movies you know like in, a, in like a three-week span you had f9 yeah uh, black widow and space jam now hold on a sec i, I am <laughs> very curious about this do your children have any affinity whatsoever for space jam they have an affinity for their dad loving basketball so they want to go <laughs> basketball okay no. Okay, so so follow up question: Did you watch the original Space Jam? I'm sure I did. Okay, um, and you've you've seen and you have now seen the new Space Jam. It's not a remake. No, 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 no. It's not. It's a sequel. Part two. Yeah. So you've but you've seen the new one, right? The new Space Jam? Yeah. Not yet. No. Okay. Okay. I can just, I watch it this weekend. Okay, I'm curious. I'm just so I will tell you this: McDonald's did a very poor representation of LeBron's tattoos on the Happy Meal tour. That was. <laughs> it implies he only has like three spaced out on his left arm. So. Yeah, they were trying to save on ink. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we we got to make billions of these. We got to. <laughs> so. But no. So I don't know. Do you have a problem with any Space Jam movie? I assume he's talking from. Uh, um, his, his, mouth. his mouth is moving, but I do yeah. not hear him. 
Uh, but he was playing with his hair and his headphones, and now he's still playing with his headphones. He keeps talking. Looks very good. <laughs> All right, this is we're okay. gonna edit this. We're editing this. Okay, I can hear you now. Okay. Um, so you're saying you don't like Space Jam because of basketball? No, 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 no. Um, I, I I remember thoroughly enjoying the original Space Jam film when I was a child. And and every time I think back to it, I'm like, oh yeah, Space Jam. That was that was cool. Um, but I haven't revisit. I haven't watched it again in like probably since it came out. So um, I don't know if it was bad, and I was just a kid. Like I don't. So and I and I, and I want I wonder if it's the new thing. Like like who is Space Jam two marketed to? Like I like I want to know. Like is it is it for kids or is it for people who enjoyed the first Space it's Jam? For dudes with kids. Well, you're going to watch it, right? You're going to. I've watched, I've watched half of it, um, but the kids aren't home right now. So I, I, I just said, I'll wait and see if maybe they'll want to watch it um, with me or force them to watch it uh, with <laughs> me. It's funny because a lot of people are like really critiquing this movie. Like it's, you know, trying to win an Oscar. Like you, you realize this is for kids, right? And I, and for the parents of kids to kind of, you know, enjoy yeah. while they're watching it. But people are like, yeah, this is terrible, or his acting is off. I'm like, it's it's it, that's not what this is really about. It's it's just about a it's just a yeah, it's a goofy movie. So he bought the rights to this movie, right? Oh, I'm not sure. He probably did though, because he he's, he does produce a lot of stuff, a lot of content. His film company bought the stuff, so it was part of his master plan, and moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. Like, like my barber yesterday was saying, you know, he can't act that well. If Kobe was alive, Kobe should have did that because, you know, I'm like, man, it's not that deep. It's not that serious. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, you guys are putting a lot of pressure on him. <laughs> Well, I heard the second half of the movie is the whole movie, the whole second half of the movie is just him complaining about short turnover times in between games. <laughs> and the increased risk of uh, injury to Yosemite Sam. So, <laughs> I think that's why he was complaining about the short turnaround. He was like, man, I, I had more acting classes I was going to take. You got to start the season <laughs> up again? <laughs> I ain't got time to Speaking of nothing to do with what we're going to talk about, okay. let's kick something else around. Okay. Tell me about kick, Adam. Oh, oh. Um, I guess I got some stuff to say about kick. That was that was that was that was good. I mean, I know I know you're you. Uh, it's bad praxis to um, acknowledge and point out the segue, but that was very good. I liked it. Um, yeah, kick's been in the news, right? With uh, with these um, have you so have you ever used Kick? Tell the, no, tell I have ne- I have never used Kick. But tell the tell the listeners what Kick is. Uh, Kick is it's a messaging it's a messaging app, um, and uh, it, from my understanding there are, huh? Similar to a WhatsApp or Snapchat. Or, yeah. Um, and Kick's been having some trouble, uh, because. The specific story that I saw floating around a lot, I know we, we 
been sort of we've all been noticing the story and not discussing it because we wanted to save it for the show. Uh, so I, I wonder if we all ended on the same story specifically. But the one that I saw was a former um, Texas uh, police officer um, was caught uh, distributing uh, child porn on the platform. I was stuck in the Wisconsin judge who was doing the same thing. Oh, OK. OK. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> or the Brown County. Cincinnati area man who's been doing it as well. So this 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 platform is being accused of being a host for child porn trafficking, correct? In the uh, swapping of images. Essentially, yeah. Like essentially, what's what what you know? Not not to be a, such a doom and gloom kind of person here, but it's the internet, and if you can share pictures on it, people are going to do things that they shouldn't be doing. Um. That being said, it seems like Kick, whether or not it, I, I don't think Kick would ever try to do this, uh, but Kick has sort of become like, oh, if you want that kind of material, go to Kick. Uh, it's easier to find there. Um, which yeah. is, yeah. It's, it's because of these subgroups they offer. They offer subgroups right. inside of those subgroups is what is taking place, right? Right. But a lot of these guys are getting busted. I mean, there's way more than one story out there, but they're getting busted because they're sending the images to law enforcement who are pretending to be somebody else out there. You know, uh, catch oh, so a kind of fashion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sort of setting up honeypots, as it were. So in the, one of the knocks on kick is, is that they're not doing anything to police their own platform. They're hiding behind their terms of service. Right. Which says don't don't do stuff like that, and then they can simply say that oh no you violated it, we have no responsibility, or they violated it we have no responsibility. Right. What's your opinion on this? So tell me. It's it, it's an interesting it's interesting. Um, I think that there's we've sort of okay we've kind of touched on on some of this stuff before with some some of the other some of the other topics we we've discussed, but. But I think that there is a responsibility, a moral and ethical, if not legal, responsibility for these platforms to have some amount of policing of the content that goes on their site. You can't just say, don't do this, but then there's no consequences for doing it. And also then if no one is trying to, uh, no, that, that you don't have staff in place to find that content and then remove it. Um, it's obviously, it's also impossible to catch all of it. It, it, it just is um, because when the nature of the service that you are offering is the ability to upload and trade images, um, you're going to just, you're not going to be able to catch it all before it goes up or shortly after it goes up. Like, um, that's really, really difficult to do. And I, and I don't envy, I don't envy the platform creators, um, for any of this, stuff. you know, for, for any of this stuff, um, um, in, in trying to have to police that. I, and, and I don't think some of these are trying to police it. I think they create these terms of service and, and, and market themselves to a certain subset of people. 
this this is what I'm saying where I think the issue is with kick. They're not doing any of that, right? Like they're they're just not trying at all. But I think that you have response of moral, ethical, and probably legal responsibility um, to make sure that that stuff doesn't get posted or at least do something, at least try to make sure. Um, like I said, it's it's basically impossible um, to catch it all immediately. I think I think I read somewhere that like it's something like there there's like several years worth of content get uploaded to YouTube every single day. Um, so like like you can't like you just can't. And so you you are relying on users of the platform to report and things like that and take care of it. But it does sort of seem like Kick is kind of just saying, yeah, whatever. People are using the platform. We don't care what they're doing with it. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's where the failing is. My issue with uh, with the app is they are encouraging and pretty much just telling everyone, hey, we're not going to ask for a lot of information to verify who you are. All we need is an email. Mm -hmm. I believe even if you get kicked off, you can just create a new email and you're right back on it. Um, so I believe the, <laughs> I, I believe the, the minimum age is supposedly supposed to be 13 years old, but there's no yeah. way of verifying that. Oh. Anyone can get on there. So it's, it's, you're pretty much just saying, Hey, any pedophiles or anyone who's, you know, kind of creepy, why don't you come to this teenage, you know, date night and um, hang out with all these kids? And we're not really going to police it or do much about it. And even if you do get reported, you just walk out the door and walk right back in as soon as you just flip your head around. So, so they've created a platform that and what on one hand, I guess that's pretty much the appeal is that you remain anonymous. But with that comes, hey, since I'm anonymous, I can be a 45 or a 60 year old man posing as a 16 year old girl or a 16 year old boy. And um, and that's when the bad things happen. So, yeah, I definitely think by removing so many layers of security, they have just made it into a nice cesspool of an app. It's actually, an, 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 it's not even encrypted. Like the data is not even encrypted. Like it's just sitting there. It seems to be very poorly made, but I'm not even sure how you how they make money because I guess maybe there's advertisers on it, but I'm not really clear about how they're even a business. I know it's not an American company, it's a Canadian company. So maybe the laws are a little bit different up there, but, um, you know, I mean, Facebook has filters and stuff in place for stuff like this, right? Instagram. These yeah. kind of platforms. I mean, you can't po post nudity on Instagram, right? Uh, they no, try. but you can yeah. get really close. Yeah, you can get real close. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what our fans is for, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, like as long as you have a string somewhere on your body, I think you're considered. Only fans, not powerful. Yeah, yeah, it's only fans. I was I wasn't gonna correct you. I was gonna be like, well, you can correct me and I would question why you know that. So <laughs> well because <laughs> I'm on the internet and I, I know that things are good. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that's where it I happens d- on the internet. I've never heard a kick or OnlyFans until recently, which which is what struck me. Is I listened to an interesting podcast about kick recently, um, mm-hmm. and it went di- it went took a deep dive into the issues with the app and kicked on the app, and this sort of like gets into what we are really on the brink of happening is Instagram for kids, which is a very hot topic for Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, he said it before, but we're very, you know, the uh, uh, Child Online Privacy Protection Act is really going to get bent here when uh, Instagram for kids launches, right? Yeah. And how would that be, please? I mean, what can you market? By the way, interesting. So Pinterest no longer allows advertisements for companies pushing weight loss. I don't know if you heard that story. No, so if you're pushing weight loss, they're not allowing that anymore because it's called body shaming now. And so I wonder what will be allowed on the platform for Pinterest. I'm sorry, uh, Instagram for kids. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a, yeah, it's going to be messy. And there's going to be a lot of content that's uploaded. And then people are going to have the conversation after the fact. But I, I'm I'm curious if they're trying to have any of these conversations before they go live with with this um, app to make sure that they curb some of the um, advertisements that may, you know, cause harm. So what would be an appropriate commercial on Instagram for kids? Appropriate ad because I mean, you can't do cereal right because it's got too much sugar. <laughs> Can't do candy. Paw Patrol. We can do like carrots. The carrot community can advertise. Carrots. Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. So if Paw Patrol kids are on Instagram, I got a question. Well, with the parents are. <laughs> what age is a kid getting on Instagram for kids? Because Instagram for kids is from like 10 to 13, I think. Oh, is that what they're, is that the age group that they're targeting? And then I think you get converted to a, to a full-blown Instagram account on your birthday. You get like an email, click here. To- oh, okay. Oh, I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Instead of sweet 16, it's your sweet 13. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, you're quiet on this issue. You used to care about Instagram for kids. Are you, are, are you okay with it now? No, no, not at all. Can you guys hear me? Or did I mute again? No, we can hear you. Oh, okay. Okay, sorry. No, I mean I'm I uh, if you if you get me going, I'm just gonna yell. Like it's well, it's, evil. Going, it's evil. It's evil. There's no there's no um, other excuse for things like Instagram for kids. And you're you're I'm just gonna say it. Mark Zuckerberg's an evil fuck. Like I don't I don't know any other way to put it. Like the idea that he's like. You know what would be a great revenue stream is to bilk children. That's the way – that's what we got to start doing. We got to catch them young. Like this is like – this is like advertising cigarettes to, to, to kids level evil. Like it's just – it's viewing every single – every single human life as, as simply a revenue stream for your company is um, – it's it's reprehensible and indefensible. I understand that companies exist to make money and all this other kind of stuff, blah, 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 blah. But the way that the way that you do it is so important. And when we have when we have companies out there and we have organizations out there that operate like this, the fact that this is even like 
a conversation that we have to be having. Like, I am incensed that I have to talk about this on this program. Like, the fact that I just, the simple fact that I have to talk about it is absolutely disgusting. And uh, it, it's, take the pride, like, uh, again, like, like there's, there's privacy issues, there's, there's all this stuff that goes into it, and, and all of that stuff is important. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm saying on a fundamental level, when you've decided, all right, I have basically half, like more than half the internet is using my platform. How do I get the other half? All right, cool. I'm going to break some laws and I'm going to deliberately target children and put them in dangerous situations online. So he can make another couple billion dollars. Cam, Cam, he's a goblin. I, I just, I, uh, <laughs> that's, that's where I'm at on it now. <laughs> Like, I just like I can't I can't mince it anymore. It's just he's a bad person. He's a bad person. The 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 fact that this is even a conversation is just like ridiculous. But it's happening, even with all the attorneys general coming down on him, he's still going to do this. thing. Of course he is, because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to him. It doesn't matter to any of those other people, because at the end of the day, the right people are going to get paid. The right people are going to have their palms greased. And who who gives a shit? Who gives a shit about the kids? They don't care. They don't care. Mark Zuckerberg doesn't care. I mean, it's, 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 you know, if, if the idea of Facebook for kids was coming from somebody who has like a long history of like actually giving a shit about human beings and their privacy and treating them with respect and, and all that other kind of stuff. Yeah. Maybe I might be kind of on board, maybe, probably not. Um, but you know, just the, the, the fact that it's him and it's this company, it's this organization, you know, it's, it's, it's just greed. It's just pure greed. Like, you know, how much more fucking money does he need? Like, just stop, like, just quit, just quit, Mark. It's just, about power I, now, it's control, it's not about money. Yeah, no, I know, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Mark, I know you're listening, I know you're a fan of the show, you win, you won capitalism, stop. Just, just stop doing it. You put a statue up of you. Just launch yourself into space like Bezos and Branson. Just don't come back. And we're, it's, we'll, we'll call it even. Did you wow. call this? Did you call this man a goblin? Yeah, I called him a goblin. <laughs> he said, "Take a one-way trip to space." <laughs> just... <laughs> so I don't you know, use any of his products. I'm working on it. <laughs> I don't use any of his products, by the way. No. Not that I'm not knowingly. Okay. That's the thing. Is one, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, um, this, is, this is, for people who watch The Good Place, this is one of the things that The Good Place gets into around season three or season four. And it's actually a very, a very interesting moral point. The fact is, is that the world is like super complicated and you can't win every single battle that you go up against. And just the way that the world works. Um, I know this sounds like I'm just I'm now defending Mark Zuckerberg, but I'm not. Um, is that like. You got to buy shoes, right? You have to have shoes. Well, somewhere along the supply chain, something bad probably happened to somebody who was making the shoes as a result of working conditions. It's just the way the world is. Like if you if you can only afford, you know, cheap Chinese knockoff sneakers, that's all you can afford. You can't be like 
blamed for that or you can't say that like it's it's like nestle like nestle is like a fucking evil corporation you can't avoid you can't avoid buying stuff like they own so much um and zuckerberg's the same way like if you want to have an online presence like you have to be involved in some way and this is i think this is why the instagram for kids thing bothers me so much it's like he's already got everybody like just stop just stop I wonder what the business case is for it, though. Like, you know, whether it's just saying, like, kids need a place to look at pictures and have commentary and stuff. It's very much opposite because we're told don't judge people by pictures, but isn't that the whole thing with Instagram is judge people by their pictures? I mean, it's a, it, this is the guy who's who's started hot or not. So I forgot that was him. If listen, man, if they're gonna bring up past for people 25 years ago. And make it an issue, even if something was whatever, Chauncey Billups, and it's an issue, then you got to bring up hot or not, don't you? Mm-hmm. But he gets a pass on that one. He's just rebranded hot or not on Instagram. <laughs> I mean, I, I have found that, like, while that there are a lot of um, – you know, there's a lot of garbage and a lot of narcissism out on social media. Sure. But there's also a lot of it that I really like. And this is you've heard me guys talk about this before. I actually I, hey, 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 here's something. Here's a win for social media. I got my PlayStation five and I got it because because that Twitter account told me that Best Buy had them in stock. And so I was able to purchase one. Um, so, like, there is good that comes out of it. I've, again, again, I've gone into this before. There's good that goes into it. But um yeah like the 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 fact is is that all of these apps at their core they are built for you they are built to train you to pick up your phone and look at it that's what all of it is it's it's all engagement it's all how many times can we can we get your eyes on this screen um so we got to increase the the number of little badges that pop up on our icon we got to increase the number of shader notifications that show up all that stuff and that feeds um you know that 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 gets into normal people right and then you have people that are you know more self-absorbed or narcissistic and then that you know it feeds into them harder um you know but like i like one of one of the instagram accounts that i follow um is uh is is uh uh street park gems on instagram it's great um it's just uh, cool uh, cars that uh, my brother-in-law finds uh, when he's walking on the streets in New York City. It's, and so, like, it's it's cool cars, it's classic cars, it's goofy cars, stuff like that. His face is, hasn't been on any of them. As a matter of fact, I don't think he's ever posted a picture of his face on Instagram, um, on any of his accounts. But, like, hey, it's cool stuff. You can put good things on there. But, man, you want to tell a 12 – you want to tell a 12-year-old, like, hey, here's a here's a high-quality – camera take pictures and put it online like i don't know <laughs> i got a cousin that's 12 there's nothing that he's doing in his life that's interesting enough for me to want to look at i don't think there's any 12 year old that's got enough cool shit going on <laughs> that i want to look at it on instagram so well i think that that was also the case but then kids started playing video games and recording themselves playing video games online. Mm-hmm. 
And that became something that was really cool. So I, I like you said, with, uh, you know, you use Twitter to help you secure your PS5. Yeah, it was um, all worth it. Oh. Have you guys watched, have you guys watched, um, I was on uh, Apple TV plus, uh, Mythic Quest? Mm-mm. No. Oh my God. Okay. Phil, I know you got Apple TV plus, mm-hmm. right? You got to watch this show. Just the first episode is hilarious. Now, it's about these guys who are making a revision to the biggest video game ever created, and they're trying to work through it. And they're, the whole premise of the first episode is that they know that whatever happens, they have to get this one 14-year-old kid to approve it online. <laughs> and, and so this 14-year-old kid, of course, is full of attitude. He records himself all day playing these video games and stuff like that. And, <laughs> I don't know, his name's Poop or something like that. And then, you know, <laughs> anyway, it's a hilarious episode, but it just reminded me when you said that about um, uh, you know, making kids videotaping themselves online. So check ch- check out Mythic Quest. It's from the yeah, it's, it's cool. from the Always Sunny guys. It's hilarious. Oh, oh yeah, I definitely check it out. They uh they're known to produce some some quality content, so. Yeah, like the one guy who fell, he's got a big part in it. You know, the priest who becomes a heroin addict or everything because in the show, you remember that guy? Wait, on Sonny in uh, Philadelphia? Yeah. He's like a priest and he's like... Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, he's in it. It's hilarious. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, all right. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back in a few minutes. And uh, yeah, we'll keep... They'll keep poking me to get mad at stuff. Workforces are more spread out than ever before, and hackers are using this to their advantage. Social engineering attacks make up one-third of all data breaches. The only way to protect your organization is to know how susceptible you are. Let us help through targeted cybersecurity testing and training. Contact us today at 888-897-9680 or online at jscmgroup.com to schedule your test. Again, that's 888 888- 897-9680 or online at jscmgroup.com. And we're back, everyone. Uh, thank you for um, listening to that ad. I appreciate it. Y'all appreciate it. There's a um, long, deep detour down the tunnel of Instagram and Adam's beliefs on, on Twitter <laughs> and social media. What, what, <laughs> what age do you feel is good to start on a social media? Have we talked about that before? Uh, you, uh, 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 a year younger than me. Because <laughs> yeah, so, no. Every time it's that's one of those questions that like um uh like like when people still like ask you like hey when did you really feel like an adult well that changes all the time like because when I was 25 it was oh yeah when I was 18 but you know when I was 30 it was like oh like three weeks ago like like it changes <laughs> all the time like, uh but like legitimately I I think I think probably 16 17 somewhere around there um is is where i think you can be old enough to have a healthy um 
hopefully healthy relationship with social media. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't have kids. Um, I had social media, you know, and 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 I guess social media in some form in, in the sense that, uh, you know, online interaction with other human beings online for most of my life. Um, I don't know. That, that's a that's a tough question. Yeah, I would say about 15. I think I'd be uh, comfortable with 15. I. I'm not sure. Um, I'm, I'm a little worried. You know, my kids are much younger, but I think the age is going to keep it's going to keep creeping down just because kids are getting online a lot earlier now. Um, even seeing like my cousin interact with um, well, my, my niece interact with her cousin or my kids, I guess I would say yeah. she's what, six. Um, my kids five and my niece is six. She's so advanced when it comes to what she can do on her chat or whenever they do the FaceTime. She has like mm-hmm. all these different apps and all these different things that she's doing on the screen as far as making faces and, you know, bringing up flames and animations and stuff like that. And my daughter's like, what are you doing? Because <laughs> she, she has none of that. All she does is FaceTime with family, you know, right. every now and then. And a part of me wonders, you know, are they going to be behind the curve when it is time for them to get on social media? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't want it to be where everyone else is on social media and then they show up late to the party and they're like, what's going on? Um, what are all these emotions I'm feeling? Because all this stuff is being thrown at me. Um, so that's something that I'm definitely worried about um, in the future. Yeah, that's that's actually a really interesting point. Um, I mean, maybe 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 the answer is whole hog the other way. Like, well, if you if if they grow up with it and they know how it works and what it is and it's just a normal part of life, then maybe maybe that way it's easier for them to have a healthy relationship with it. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. That's that's it's an interesting thought though. Yeah, I mean, this argument about this back and forth, um, you know, I just go back to the human brains haven't finished being developed to like 24 or so. Yeah, right. It depends what you're posting. It depends what it is. Um, Mm -hmm. I understand that there's like a a feeling left out kind of thing, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's maybe they're cutting edge. I I think that there is a bit of a pushback on all the online stuff. People are really a little bit different with it. I don't think kids quite are yet, but uh, yeah, I know the debate has been on for a very long time over what that right age is. But uh, I, I think it's, it's just, it goes back to a lot of the stuff that we talk about around social media and online interaction with other people is that we got to remember, this is still really, really new. Like as far mm-hmm. as, you know, like human, human civilization goes, this is like, this is nothing. Um, I mean, again, I'm like, I'm, I'm 36, right? And I say that I grew up with it. Um, I grew up with it because, you know, my parents were like, really forward technology people, like, like, I was the first person that I know of that had a dedicated phone line for internet. Like, you know, it's, it's like that scene. Um, it was, it was like that scene in uh, the first Back to the Future movie. Where Marty's with his 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 mom's family and the his brother or his uncle 
who's like 12 asks him if, if he has a TV and Marty's like, yeah, you know, we have two of them. And they're all like, no one has two televisions. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> it was like that for internet and my family. Like we had more than one computer. So we were very forward on it. Um, so I understand that like I, I have this, I have this very strange perception of it, like as a semi-functioning adult now that had it all the way from being since I was like, 10 years old, like I remember getting online and having online friends, like people that I talked to on the internet, um, like very rudimentary ways. But uh, yeah, I just think we just got to remember, like this is such a, a new thing. And, you know, what I remember from my early days online of talking with people on the internet is, is wildly, wildly different than how it is now. Mm-hmm. Wildly different. Do you think there's any healthy fear of posting online now, or is that all just sort of slipping away? I think we're starting to develop it. I think we're starting. I think I think we're starting to develop. We're starting to see more and more people. Um, for example, okay. For example, my my younger brother, uh, he had he had his first son um, a little bit less than a year ago. And um, there was a big thing from them of from my brother and his and his wife of posting pictures of the baby online. They didn't want pictures of the baby online. Um, and they were they're being very responsible with it. Like we will we will make the choice when pictures will be posted online. So we will never post pictures of the baby online. But what they ended up doing is they downloaded this app. Um, there's an app called, I think it's called Tiny Beans is what it's called. And you have to get invited to it by the owner of the account and they will invite you and they will post pictures of what it, you don't have to use it for kids, but this is what it's supposed to be for. Um, and then you add parents and family and friends, people that you trust um, with, with that information. So like we're seeing that and, and I guarantee you Tiny Beans was probably developed at least in part. There's at least one or two people on that team that were like, yeah, there's pictures of me um, from when I was a kid, butt naked that my mom posted on Facebook. Like, mm-hmm. and, and, and I, like, I hate, I hate that that happened. So I think that we now have a generation of people entering into adulthood that had some form, had social media in a much more recognizable form as it is today than what I would view as online interaction versus what it is today, if that makes sense, right? Like, like I remember, yeah. I remember when the internet was just text, like it was just text. So like that change is much greater than what these kids went through. But I think we now have a, a group of professionals and people that are in positions to make apps and to make social media platforms that where the internet is much more like what it was when they were growing up. I kind of equate the internet and social media and people's fear of it sort of to like that of, um, you know, maybe eating really badly. Like, oh my God, (laughs) it's terrible, but it's so good. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Yeah, I know I should get the frozen yogurt, but I'm going to brownie Sunday. I know it's bad for me, but I I don't I, I think people know it's bad and, and they should control it, but they can't. And I also kind of hate the implication that 
uh, you're on it or you just have to be on it. Like I'll give an example. Like I go and I work out with my wife's workout group. At the end of the workout group, every time they all take a big social media picture and tag everybody that's in there. It's like, well, so I've got a choice here. I can be the one guy who's like refusing to get in the picture <laughs> off to the side, right. or you just got to go with it, right? That mm-hmm. social peer pressure exists. I would hate to be a kid and be in put in that position as an adult. Oh, yeah. It's a little bit different. I don't really, I'm not susceptible to peer pressure, so I can do what I want. But as a kid, I can see that would be a tremendous, oh, tremendous effort. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, absolutely. When when wanting to be uh, belong to a group of people um, and and be um, accepted is like the most important thing in the world. Like that's got to be really, really difficult. Extraordinarily. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's where a lot of kids get in trouble. So. But I also feel like if I'm telling my kids, listen, don't worry about how you look. It's not that important. Don't judge people based off of looks. Well, here's your Instagram logo. You know, I think it's a little bit hypocritical. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is. It it can be. But. No. I don't know. I, 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 I. there's a lot, like I said, you know, we're, we're, st- I think we're starting to, to, to have those conversations, um, you know, more that are more along the lines of, hey, should we do this versus can we do this with the social media platform, um, which I think is really good. Um, and I think we're going to have more of it because of stories like what's happened with Kick, right? Because of, you know, all of a sudden now 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 we know there's a you know there's a platform out there where they're not really policing this stuff and and maybe not actively courting getting that type of customer base but they're sure as hell not fighting it um so you know it's yeah yeah and and i think that that's one of the you know i think now like we're going to start having those conversations wait a minute what the hell what do you mean? You know, like, you, okay, may, maybe having anyone be able to post anything and not having any moderation is as fun as that sounds in a wild west kind of setting. And in reality, it's 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 un it's unsustainable and it's untenable, and in the end, it's very damaging. Um. So, yeah, yeah, and I and I think I think, um. What's going to happen is I think you're going to start seeing um, more of these platforms be held legally and fiscally responsible for some of this stuff. Um, I would not be surprised if that is not um, something that starts coming up more of, hey, you're allowing this kind of content and you're not really doing anything to stop it, you know. Here's an example. Here's the inside of a sale, of a cell, right? Here's the here's an example. Let's say I own a house, and I rent out that house. Okay, it's a, it's an investment property for me, and I'm renting out this house. Mm-hmm. And I find out that they're using it for an illegal meth lab. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I kick them out, I'm good, right? I, I kick them yeah, out. Yeah, or, or kick them out, report them to the police. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay, I'm good legally. If I allow it to continue or I encourage people to use my rental house to cook meth, I'm therefore involved in it. Right. And I yeah. think that's the way it is on the internet. I think that if you create a platform that doesn't police it and welcomes it, then you are a part of it. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have those platforms. It's a, I'm, I'm not, to be clear, I don't have – I'm not saying that. I'm saying that if it is, in fact, illegal in something in the territory, then I think you are liable for it, I think. Or at the very least, like, again, again, and, and, and it's why I brought it up earlier is that it's impossible to find all of it immediately. But you got to have something in place. Like there was, um, you guys know Tumblr? Yes. Yeah. So Okay, so Tumblr um, made the decision four or five years ago now to not allow any not safe for work content on their site. Um, and to be, I, to be completely clear, before that, I just assumed the purpose of Tumblr was for porn. Like legit, like there was that much of it on there that like I was, mm-hmm. I just assumed that like okay yeah they built this website for people to share pornographic images and videos like yeah okay of course, um, and then so Tumblr was like no we're not gonna allow it anymore I was like how the how, you, your site's like seventy five percent nudity like how are you going how, how like how and lo and behold they've done it they've done it and um. Like, so so it can be done. It can be policed. Do you know I've what I'm saying? Side I've never been to it. It's still around. Yeah, Tumblr. That, and that's the that's the interesting part. I go to Tumblr more now, like because now it now it actually has a community. Like now there's actually like cool stuff to go look at there. Um, and and like yeah, like it's arguable that Tumblr is better off today than it ever has been. Um. I don't know about monetarily, but certainly from a community perspective and an online presence perspective, I think it is. Um, so it is possible, you know, people aren't uploading um, hardcore pornography onto YouTube and getting away with it. Um, you know, sometimes stuff will be up there for like 10 or 15 minutes, but it gets flagged or, or it gets picked up by an algorithm and it gets it gets turned off. Like there has to there is there is ways to moderate that stuff. Um, so. I mean, at the very least, you gotta try. Like, what? Do you, like, what are you doing if you're not even trying? I think that's what it comes down to for me. Um, well, I, I, I think I um, you, you brought up Tumblr. I, I didn't even know it still existed. I thought that it was gone. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and I thought that I thought it was gone just because the content was so raunchy um, that I thought uh, you know they got shut down or something because I just stopped hearing about it as much. Um, But I I think the internet was kind of the wild, wild west for a while. And I think as we move forward, you will see more of of sites like Tumblr that are going to have to make a decision like, do we want to get shut down or do we want to exist? And if we want to keep, if we want to, you know, continue this, business model we're gonna have to change we're gonna have to you know yeah clean this up you know somewhat i i i don't know i i believe that um you brought up youtube a lot of people that flag that are just regular viewers 
Right. So I think yeah. that's kind of how they're able to get away with a lot of this policing is saying, hey, public, we need your help. <laughs> <laughs> we can't right. do it all. We need your help to make sure you flag this content that's, uh, you know, not safe yeah. for work. I just looked at Tumblr. I wanted to look it up what it was. So it's like blogs, like mini blogs. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then you, you know, then commenting. It used to be like mini porn blogs. Well, I mean, basically, yeah, like basically that's that's what it, uh, a good I mean, look, it used to be that you could basically just put whatever you wanted on there. And there was still, you know, decent communities on Tumblr um, that were, you know, doing other stuff. But no, there was a lot of like people just posted nudes of themselves on there. Well, OnlyFans now says they want to recruit non-porn. I think that they always wanted to do not just porn. It just became that became the default. Yeah, I, I think with yeah with sites like that, it, it you kind of get your foot in the door, you know, you get your name recognition, and and then you know you try to transition to a re you know a responsible and respectable business model versus just saying okay we're we're just gonna keep being a porn app. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know how how you can be OnlyFans and try to shake that. I, I I truly don't know how you can shake that off. Because I mean, I mean, if you want to, if if it's monthly donations or whatever, isn't that just Patreon? Like, what what are you doing different? OnlyFans is just because Patreon doesn't have that content on there. Like that, that's <laughs> that's why it exists. That's just a donation site, right, or a payment site? Yes and no. You, uh, it's it's donations and, and payments, yeah. But you can also get like uh, bonus content and stuff like that, or you know, early versions of apps or something like that. Like the there's. There, there is a, an amount of that's just like, hey, I really like your work. Here's a couple of bucks. But you know, one of the podcasts I listen to, I have a patron of theirs, um, and like I get like early access to merchandise. Like I get, I get first dibs at stuff like that, or first dibs at tickets for live shows. So, oh. yeah. I've never oh. been a Patreon until right now. I was just looking at it. I, I see. I, I don't really know the internet. I don't really get on the internet. So. It's a wild and crazy place, John. Weird, man. It's a crazy. <laughs> oh, I think that's going to do it for us. Um, I think I think we're going to wrap up there. Um, if you have any comments, questions, um, thoughts, or topics you want us to discuss or whatever, um, uh, go ahead and email us. You can do that at podcast at jscmgroup.com. Again, that's podcast at jscmgroup.com. Um, all people are welcome except for Mark Zuckerberg. Go to hell. <laughs> Everyone else, we'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye, right. guys.